This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hour number three, wonderful football Wednesday. Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network. One more hour for us on Stadium for today, and then the final hour, Power Hour of the show, which will feature all our bets for tonight, you can check out at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Our pal Will Brinson from CBS Sports is going to join us in just a moment, giving us his NFL bets coming up for week number 10. We'll get Eric Eager's bets from Sumer Sports. Eric joins us in 20 minutes. Uh, Ken and I will bring you up to speed on all the latest line movement in the National Football League for week 10 as we move along as well. And in the the aforementioned final hour, Power Hour, Power Hour of the show, easy for me to say. Bets of Steel coming up for the National Hockey League tonight. Only three games. We'll bring you bets and thoughts on all of them. We have Hardwood Hysteria tonight. 14 games in the NBA. We'll give you a lot of bets coming up for the association. Side total and props. We will bring you golf bets as well for this weekend. Uh, The Butterfield Bermuda Championship, or as I like to call it, the Butter. Because I think it's funny. Uh, we're we are efforting to get Will on the line here. Oh, Will is Will is with us here. Will uh, from CBS Sports on Twitter at Will Brinson. You got to check Will out on the Pick Six podcast. Read him on CBSSports.com, and you got to watch on Thursdays on the CBS Sports Network. Will Brinson's Picks Challenge with Jonathan Coachman. Coach versus Brinson. It is appointment Electric. viewing each and every Thursday. Uh, I'm being serious. It's I'm great getting, stuff on the CBS I'm getting Sports crushed. Network. I'm getting crushed in that. Honestly, are you really? I don't know. Don't say that. Yeah, it's annoying. So we we pick, we pick all the primetime games, and we have to each pick one from, like, the 1 o'clock and the 4 o'clock games. So it's not, like, my five favorite bets of the week. Where Like, I'm, I'm above 500. I'm, like, doing pretty well. And like on Sounds the, on the... like an excuse. Sounds yeah. like excuses from Will Brinson just up, saying. Really? The rules? That's we're what's holding you up? And mid-season, we're going with no longer wine Will Wednesday. It's whiskey Will Wednesday. <laughs> yes. Oh, whiskey, <laughs> whiskey Wednesday. Word, word Wednesday. Right. Yeah, so, uh, so, Will, happy oh, whiskey so Wednesday. Guys. Welcome to You Better You Bet. How's it going, my friend? <laughs> yeah. It's going good. Oh, yeah. Tastes like burning. Um, it's after 5 o'clock. Leave me alone. Uh, it's going great. Can't complain. Um, you know, I, I think that when you do this for a really long time, you, you kind of have to develop a routine where, like, mid-season, I mean, this is long season. Like, I'm grouchy, grumpy, you know, um, and I'm, I'm ready, for, ready for the end of the year. But, uh, no, I think it's <laughs> – I think, I, think I, I think we've found out a lot about these teams and, and sort of like what we – like, you start to get – you start to realize an identity and you sort of start to see – I think at this point, we're going to start to see a lot of bigger lines where you've – you know, you have like a Giants and a Cowboys game where the Cal, you know, the Giants are down to Tommy DeVito, who allegedly plays football, and Matt Barkley, um, their relation, I assume, Ken. And, uh, and, and then the <laughs> Cowboys are a good football team, so they're 16-point you know, like, you know, favorites. Like We're going to start to see some of these a lot more double-digit lines when you start getting matchups between the, these true contenders and some of these teams who are just you know, uh, hurtling towards Caleb Williams or crying Caleb Williams or, or Drake May. 
And j- just for the record, we'll, uh, Ken is related to yeah. Ken is related to Saquon, not Matt. Just for the record, just right. wanted to throw that. Let me out call there. Let me call Uncle Chuck and tell him tell him about the the family reunion we got coming up next week. Talk to him about it. Uh, well, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll ask you about games. I'm not related to Lewis Brinson, in case you were wondering. I'm not. I'm not related to Lewis Brinson. I was Brinson, wondering. Thank you. Yeah. Nope, is nope, he, no one was does, wondering. Does he? Does he? Does he play anymore? Like, is he around? I don't know. There's a Brinson down? on uh, yeah. on Georgia's defensive line too. I can't remember what his first name is though. Right. Also not related. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nick's going to ask you for your favorite bet, and like for for his next question, I'm guessing, so we can just like prepare prepare an answer for that. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the mid season award pieces, Will, that have come out from everywhere. I'm sure, there's like a CBS one too. Maybe you contributed to it. I don't know, uh, but they're everywhere. And so Nick and I, you know, talked about it a lot this week, and we're going to do awards tomorrow. What are what would be like some of your mid season awards? You don't have to go through every single one, but like, what's your best guess about what we're going to get here? You know, towards the uh, second half of the season. Um, I think Lamar Jackson to Joe Burrow, or I, I, I guess like if you're talking MVP, or do you mean sort of weave in the odds here, like what I would look at, or, or do you, you think like who, who I think? What do you, who do you think's? How about this? Who do you think's going to win all of them? I think Lamar Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, one of those guys. Whoever wins that division will win the MVP. Uh, is is my guess. Now, you still get a decent. I said, I, I'm sure I said it on here. I said it everywhere. But like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, Lamar Jackson looks like he's going to explode in the next couple of weeks. He did. They've had a really good offensive run. He's gone from 15 to one down to like five to one. Uh, I think Tyree Kill, anything at plus money for offensive player of the year is a pretty good look. And you got a, a bonus week out of that with him struggling against the Chiefs. It, it, like it would take a superhuman effort or quarterback injuries for Christian McCaffrey to, to steal that award from him. A.J. Brown, I don't think, is like a terrible uh, look, though, if you know, if five to one or, or, or more. Um, defensive player of the year still feels like it's not up for grabs, but, I mean, like, I don't know, Aiden Hutchinson, 40 to one. These are, remember, these awards, recency bias is so huge. Oh, yeah. We saw the Jamar Chase and Mac Jones thing uh, when, you know, when they were rookies. I mean, it was brutal. I'd take a bath Sirianni on that. Sirianni didn't win coach of the year, Will, to your point. Yeah. They were undefeated for like a while. They had one loss until like week yeah. 15. <laughs> and, he, and he lost a couple games toward the end of the season. And they and he didn't win. With Gardner Minshew. Yeah. And yeah. Brian Dable got it. Nick's, Nick's guy. Nick's great Giants coach. Yeah. Um, Deservedly so. I, like Aiden Hutchinson, I see a 40 to 1 for Aiden Hutchinson for Defensive Player of the Year. If the Lions get the one seed in the NFC and Hutchinson goes bananas down the stretch, like that's a, I think that's a perfectly fine look. Coach of the Year, you know, um, seems, it seems Arthur Smith has indeed fallen out of the uh, the top five of the Coach of the Year odds. Uh, it's surprising to see. He should really be last. Well, I guess Frank Reich should probably be last, but you get the point. Um, Kevin O'Connell, 14 to 1, I see. Like if the Vikings make the playoffs with Josh Dobbs, and they acquired him before, like five days before week nine. How is he not going to get a really good look for coach of the year after they won 13 games and then, and then lost Kirk Cousins? Um, and then, uh, is DeMar Hamlin going to be win comeback player of the year? We talked about this before the season, didn't we? Do you think he's going to win? I don't think he is, but I don't know that there's a great comeback story to give it to. Well, not yet. Josh Dobbs. Not yet. What about Dobbs? Oh, Josh, no, Josh okay. Dobbs not coming what's, back what's from anything. What's he coming back from? No, no, what's he, what's he coming back from? You want to vote him coming back from being on five teams in 11 months? I mean, they gave it to Phil Rivers for coming back from throwing some interceptions one year. Like, <laughs> they don't care. Rivers, Rivers, was, like, Rivers was a top five see... pick in the draft. Like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, like, like, Josh Dobbs was a nothing. Like, he was, he was a second, third round pick, whatever, for the Steelers. So like what like what was like what's he coming back like he was just like bad 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 starter for the Titans this like what's he co- like he's coming, coming back? back from being like, that? coming back from being Josh Dobbs yeah like 
Okay. Well, that's what a hill that is to climb. Okay. To be fair, this entire like award is like made up basically. So it's like, who the hell yeah. knows? Yeah. But it's never been made up like this. It's never been made up for this. I mean, did, ever. But did, I mean, like, like, I, mean I understand what, I understand what, yeah. I understand what DeMar Hamlin is coming back from, but did he come, like, he came back to life and he came back to like being around the team, but it's not like he's, he's not like, Coming back, he's not like plays. He he gets shot. So he's, no, no, he's, he's on the bench every good. week. Keep, keep going. This is really good. Yes, he he's alive. It's fine. We can talk about it. You're, the way you they said will. back to life needs to be like a drop on the show going forward. He came back <laughs> to life. Yeah, he, to, be, to be fair, he like he's alive. He did. Like, like, and like, that, and like that, he wasn't that, alive, and now he is. I mean, he came back. I want new stories. I want that to be a new segment. Like, like will Israel Palestine in sixty seconds? It's just like, uh, I don't no, know. No, I, I, I think I've, I think I've, I think I've crossed. I, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't need to be drinking whiskey on on a Wednesday afternoon uh, talking politics. <laughs> on, on you better, you bet. All right, buddy. Give us your favorite bet coming up for Week Ten in the NFL, and tell us why. Uh, I did not see this coming. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> uh, it makes me laugh every time I don't have a. By the way, hey, did you guys see this Bill Belichick news from Ben Volan? Do you really not have a bet? What's the? No, bet? I do. I do. I was just asking. <laughs> I like the Jaguars plus three against the Forty Niners. The Jaguars went outright. You know, Doug Peterson off the bye. Doug Peterson off the bye. He's Andy Reid's protege. I think he uh, doesn't have the same panache. As uh, Andy Reid off the bye, but uh, Doug E.P. off the bye. How about, oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, I'll take Doug Peterson off the bye. I think the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars, um, anybody who's got like Jaguars for most wins or Jaguars for uh, number one seed in the AFC, very, very much a live ticket with the way that they're, uh, I, the, I think they can kick it into high gear in the second half of the season, sort of like they did last year. I know a lot of it was kind of luck, but I mean, their defense is playing better. And I think Trevor Lawrence will like sort of take us a, a, a mini leap here in the second half of the season. Travis Etienne's balling out. Um, you know, you got to remember like Lawrence and like a, a, you know, a lot of these weapons, you know, he's the time they've had to like sort of develop a rapport. Is, it's not lengthy, especially with like Calvin Ridley. I think Doug Peterson gets better as the season goes along. I like the Jaguars to really pile up some wins down the stretch. And I think, I mean, I know San Francisco is really good, but Jacksonville, I don't know if they should be a three point dog at home. What was the, uh, what was the Belichick thing you wanted to ask us about? I don't even like well, I don't even because Ben Ben, ben Volan reported that like Belichick like you might get fired if they lose on Sunday that he might get fired right. Oh yeah, and that was what, the report. Think getting fired? I don't think so. I was just curious what you guys thought. I was looking at the Patriots and the Colts, and I, I kind of like the Pats. I don't know. That's plus one and a half. Yeah, that, well, it's well, Germany. It struck, it struck me as a. It struck me. I don't know Ben at all. That struck me as a little clickbaity. I'd be pretty surprised if they like Lane Kiffin Belichick and like left him at the tarmac in Frankfurt, Germany. I think that one would be a little surprising be, to me if that happened. It would be pretty. That, that's why I. I know, I know Ben real well. He's a great dude. Um, I don't think he'd throw that out there if he hadn't heard something. But like, I think it's insane to suggest that the Patriots would. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, leave Belichick on the at like a Bergothen or something. <laughs> like, here, Bill, here's, here's a gold watch and like 40 bucks. Go enjoy a nice Pilsner. I mean, like, what did they like? It's he's Belichick. He's Bill freaking Belichick. You can't fire mid season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Done. Seems unlikely. Yeah. Well, that was Why do great, you like them in the game? Um, because the like, I think, I think Belichick's going to read that. His players are going to read that. And they'll be motivated enough against a Colts team that they don't really like. Is organizationally speaking, um, Gardner Minshew 
loves to turn the ball over. Think he'll turn it over, and, and the Pats will uh, Pats will pick up a, a couple of free possessions here. And Mac Joe, we saw um, the Panthers did a terrible job of it. I think they're before Hayden Hurst's forty-eight yard catch, the longest play they had was an eleven-yard play. But we saw Derek Carr torch the Colts on deep balls. Derek Carr is not like a great deep ball thrower or anything. And so I think we could see Mac Jones do some similar stuff, even though the Patriots you know, don't have a, a ton of speed in the receiving core, obviously. Ton of anything, really. Makes a lot of sense. Who's uh, who's going to win the Butterfield Bermuda Championship starting tomorrow? Oh, man, I'm so out of golf right now. Um, You're out? I, I thought you bet like I'm every s- tournament. You're out? I've, I've sort of been taking a break from golf. I just, I just kind of... The what live thing mean? really like yeah. I, just, I haven't been I haven't just been watching a ton of golf. Were you hurt by focus. golf? Like did that happen? <laughs> I've been trying to focus on my craft, Ken. Just focus on my craft and my, 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 my football. How's that going? Um that's going great. Uh <laughs> I'll take uh Taylor Pendrith. How about that? Great name. Well Taylor I think Taylor, Taylor. our guy Jason Sobel on the show yesterday talked about talked yeah. about Taylor Pendrith. Uh, well let's public. uh Let's uh, let's close with this one. Right, I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take my boy uh, Akshay Batia from uh, from from just north of me in Wake Forest. Wait, this that that right. kid that kid can play, dude. He has a smooth swing. He is going to be great. Let's uh, let's ago. close with this. Will uh, Thursday night football with your team, the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. Tyson Bajan's going to start for Chicago. Uh, I I kind of want. I kind of like your team a little bit. I kind of like Bryce Young and the Panthers getting a number more yeah. than three here. And like at, at some point, I need to like quit this Carolina team because it's probably not just not going to happen. It's, but uh, what, it's what, just what not going to happen. What do you I think mean, on Thursday night? But like, would you bet them though? Uh, they cover the spread at least on yeah. Thursday night. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm, I can't wait to send this in for tomorrow's head 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 against the first pick for the picks challenge. I know. I want to pick Carolina. He's gonna he's gonna be on the Bears. And I'm gonna yell something about secret Bajit man, and then he'll flex his muscles, and I'll be like, "Yeah, they'll flash my losing record again," and I'll just be like, "Just somebody put me out of my misery." Um, <laughs> I think the uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in a weird mood today. I've been driving, I've been traveling a bunch. Um, I think I, I like the Panthers. The Bear, like Tyler Bajit, home away, Mars Who? On, on on an interstate can't be. Oh, uh, what is it? It's it's not Tyler Bajan. What's his first name? Secret Bajan. Tyson. Tyson Bajan. Yeah. He can't be Friends. laying. I'm really not drunk. That's the first sip of whiskey I took was when I got on there. I promise. Uh, I know I sound like it, uh, but I I think that he cannot be laying three and a half points against any NFL team. And um, the bear I, I, Bryce Young's got to do something. Got to like this is the last stand, Carolina. Like you're about to give away the number one overall pick to the Bears if you don't find a way to steal a couple of wins, and it's going to embarrass your franchise, get everybody fired, and remind people that they traded, basically traded, um, the rights to draft Bryce Young for what amounts to Jalen Carter, DJ Moore, a possible future franchise quarterback, and two second round picks. Like Bryce Young, I'm not, I'm not out on him, but man, this trade is looking like an all time disaster if Carolina didn't find a couple of wins. So uh, I Carolina, think Carolina finds a way until they cover the spread tomorrow night and I'll be better than them to do yeah. so. Well, we appreciate Hashtag it, brother. Back. Thank you very much. We'll be watching tomorrow for the, the picks uh, showdown with you and the coach uh, on Twitter at Will Brinson, CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ, CBS Sports Network, uh, CBS Sports.com and check out the pick six podcast. My friend, we appreciate it. Stay well. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> our Cheers, pal Will Brinson joining us here. I would say goodbye in German, but I don't know how to say that. Auf Wiedersehen. To our pal Will Brinson. Is that what it is? Yeah, man, like, yeah, yeah, great. Like, yeah, like Bill Belichick's gonna get fired. Yeah, real, really, right. like at a at a beer know. garden, right? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Like the, like the guy who wrote that is a nice guy. I have no doubt. Also, like he's wrong. Sorry. 
On the other side, oh. Eric Eager will join us, giving us best for Week 10 in the NFL. They hand to Gibbs, and Gibbs breaks it. Touchdown, what a night for the rookie. Wow. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Last time we saw the Detroit Lions, they laid it on the Las Vegas Raiders so badly, the uh, the Raiders fired everybody. And Jameer Gibbs had a great game. David Montgomery going to be back this week. Montgomery back at practice today on Wednesday, setting up a really interesting game as Detroit visits the Chargers on Sunday. Detroit bet up to a three-point road favorite in that game. Our pal Eric Eager will join us in a second to talk about that game and more. Uh, but Ken and I will bring you the latest line movement in the NFL coming up in about 20 minutes, and then power hour, final hour of the show featuring all our bets for tonight. And we've got a lot of them, 14 games tonight in the NBA. But the aforementioned Eric Eager hops on with us now. Uh, Eric is one of the best follows on Twitter when it comes to the National Football League. Would encourage everybody to check him out at Eric Eager underscore. And you got to check out the Sumer Sports, S-U-M-E-R, the Sumer Sports football show with Eric and former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, who, of course, famously is a Tim Scanlon client. Eric, welcome back to You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken. Happy Week 10. Can't believe we're already to Week 10. Uh, we have nine or eight more weeks of uh, Arthur Smith uh, getting to embarrass himself. What a privilege. Well, like, let me ask you about that. We were going to do Lions Chargers, but just because you mentioned Arthur Smith, you you were you were saying some things about Arthur Smith before we had you on the air too. Nick says things about Arthur Smith on the air all the time now. Like one of they've referred to him as his least favorite person, something like that uh, earlier in the show. Okay, like I I get that, Eric and Kyler Murray is going to make his debut on Sunday for the Cardinals. It looks like Jonathan Gannon. Like as long as you know no setbacks or whatever, it's going to be Kyler Murray. Like I think, like I, yeah, I hate Arthur Smith too. I think this number's nuts. That like Atlanta's only one and a half against the Cardinals, and I don't like Arthur Smith either. I know, I know you said that, and I and saying that, and then betting the game are two different things. What do you make of this Atlanta Arizona game? With it seems like everyone's out on Arthur Smith, and Kyler Murray's playing for the Cardinals, probably. Yeah, I, it is. It is a bit ridiculous. Like I think that um, you know Josh Dobbs, for example, like goes to Minnesota, a team without their left tackle, top five guy in the league, without a uh, top five wide receiver in the league at least, they're able to go and. You know, he's able to go and take that, you know, that Minnesota Vikings team and and actually be competitive against the Falcons. I still think the Falcons probably should have won, probably should have even covered the number in that game. And and that just shows you how bad Arizona was, because in Arizona, he was made to look like one of the worst quarterbacks in football. I don't necessarily know if Kyler Murray coming in first game with a new new system, first game with a new head coach uh, is going to he'll look better than Josh Dobbs definitively. But I don't think that that's going to move the needle a ton for, for the Arizona Cardinals. Additionally, this Arizona Cardinals team, like make no mistake, they, they don't still don't want to win these games. And so I think instead of, uh, you know, him going out balls to the wall uh, to win, I think it's really trying to get an evaluation on him more than anything. And I, I just don't think he makes up for enough to make this game basically a pick against a team like the Falcons, who, while not a great team and not well coached uh, in the slightest, um, is not, you know, among the top, you know, bottom, you know, quarter of the league. So, yeah, this number's fishy to me. Eric, can you give us, like, you're, like, in the weeds in, like, the best possible way on, like, NFL decision-making, like, analyzing what coaches do. And, again, that's why I always encourage people, like, I love I love your insights on Twitter. And, like, I, I think you do a really great job with stuff, right? Just, like, in 30 seconds, we'll get back to the games in a second. Like, some of the Arthur Smith stuff, like, is it is it explainable at all? Like pulling Bijan off the field, 
like for these end, like the goal to go situations or saying like, well, he's excelling off the ball. So, well, then why'd you draft him eighth overall? Like, is there is there any like rhyme or reason to what he's doing in like 30 seconds here in your opinion? The only thing I can think about is that Kyle Pitts is still injured and, and Bajan Robinson maybe had like long COVID or something with that Tampa Bay game uh, where he barely played and, uh, and it's lingering because otherwise it doesn't make a ton of sense. No, um, I, I think that Arthur Smith would benefit from coming out and actually saying that rather than um, giving the allure that they're playing. It would be different if it gave them a competitive advantage to not play these guys, but it clearly doesn't. And so I think for the sake of his career, he's got to come out and give a real excuse why they're not playing other than I'm smarter than you. And this is like some oppressionist painting that you guys don't understand. Well, I think that my guess is that's what he actually thinks. Although maybe you're right. And maybe like there is something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, all right. But we played the Lions highlight coming back from big. Let, let's pay that off. Like fascinating game. Uh, I think the total's too high, but what the hell do I know? It's not moving. So I guess, I guess people disagree with me. Uh, Lions are a three point road favorite on Sunday at the Chargers. Eric, the total's 48 and a half. Any thoughts or bets for the Lions and the Chargers? Uh, I know that there was a move in the market towards the Lions um, this, you know, earlier earlier today. I kind of agree with that in that, like, there's a lot of bad things about the Chargers right now. Their defense is only really feasting on bad offenses. Uh, they are their offense can't move the ball vertically, and and that's true about a lot of offenses in the NFL. And we saw, you know, the Las Vegas Raiders, who I don't think are quite as good as LA in terms of move, but they have a similar problem in terms of the deep passing game. I, I think that this one, you, you you said the total is a little too high. I agree with that. I mean, I don't know how, especially it's sort of this weird thing where if you have two competent quarterbacks in the NFL, I, I don't know it, how you can bet an over on a total that is in sort of the mid forties uh, or high forties in the NFL, because in a weird way, guys, that competence at the quarterback position actually feeds into the under. We've seen it with Baltimore. We saw it this, you know, with Bills versus Bengals, where these offenses are good enough to move the ball, eat a ton of clock, and then the defenses in the NFL are engineered to stall those those drives out on the thirty. And if that totals in the high forties and they kick field goals, we're happy for you, but that's not going to get to an over, right? And so it's in a weird way, I think, the fact that Herbert is actually like good enough not to throw three interceptions, and so is Jared Goff, would actually feed into an under in this situation because a lot of these teams are good at success rate. They're good at play for play, getting five, six, seven yards, but they're terrible at, at, at the big plays uh, structurally as well as you know due to their defense. Eric, we'll get back to the Sunday games in a second, but I want to ask you about Monday night just because we Nick and I have talked about this a little bit. I have kind of like a theory that I think the Broncos could be like not just like an okay team, maybe like a good team the second half of the season, win a lot of games, maybe not get back into playoff contention. But like that is it all starts with with Monday night against Buffalo. Like they lose this game. You know, you basically have to win out to be like competitive or compelling in the second half of the season. Nick and I both really like the Broncos in the game. We're not buying Buffalo with like not making any changes off the Cincinnati game. Nick pointed that out on Monday. I like Denver and I like Denver like I'm buying them long term for the rest of the season. Am, am I nuts? Do you agree with me? The Bills are seven and a half on Monday night. Well, I know our, our mutual friend, Rob Zola, who comes on the show, is, is quite bright. I think you know he, he said the same thing, and, and I don't mind that so much. The Denver Broncos were a team. I actually picked them to be the seventh seed in the AFC uh, prior to the year. I just don't know if I'm going to sell Buffalo yet. I, I'm 
I, you know, Josh Allen to me at like 20 to one is still a good MVP bet. The Bills at five and four and, you know, still, uh, you know, underdogs, two to one underdogs to win that division, I think are still a good bet. I, I'm still going to, I'm still going to like Buffalo in spots like this um, because I think that there's still a sizable coaching advantage. I still think there's a sizable advantage at the quarterback position. And uh, I think in, ga- I think games like two weeks ago where they win for the first time in, you know, eight years to Kansas City. Um, are actually kind of going to affirm things that probably aren't good long-term, which is give the ball to Javante Williams 30 times uh, and play defense, which I still don't think necessarily wins against a team like Buffalo. So I'm actually on the other side. I do like the Bills here um, and and Bills and teasers. I just, I I still can't, I can't quit Buffalo. I, I just think they're too well coached and they have, you know, too good of a, of a quarterback in Josh Allen. And they're they're starting to get Dalton Kincaid involved in a way that I think perturbs some of the issues associated with the fact that Diggs is going to be going up against a really good corner, Patrick Sertan. I, I just don't know if the Broncos, uh, you know, I don't know if the, the I, I think we're a little bit overreacting to the Broncos, even though I agree with you that they're positively trending. That honestly, like Dawson Knox, like I hope he gets back and he's healthy. Like him going out might be the best thing for this offense. Like more Khalil Shakir, more Dalton, Dalton Kincaid for this Buffalo Bills offense. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday, talking week 10 in the National Football League with our pal Eric Eager from Sumer Sports on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. Um, Eric, we had a piece of breaking news come in, hashtag crossing the wire, maybe a couple of minutes before you came on. So I think we knew like Jamar Chase was not going to practice today, or if he did, it was going to be very limited with the back injury he sustained in the win on Sunday night against Buffalo. T Higgins also doesn't practice today with a hamstring injury. So like, we'll, we'll wait to see kind of like what happens there. It's early in the week, obviously, like he may be good to go come Sunday, but we've obviously seen movement in the market towards the Houston Texans. This was in between six and a half and seven. It's a juiced seven towards Houston right now at BetMGM, total 47 and a half. Stroud coming off maybe the best rookie quarterback game ever. What do you have for us here with the Bengals and the Texans in Cincinnati? Yeah, it's... I think the I think two weeks ago you're like both of these teams are a lot lower in everybody's power ratings than they are now. I think that you know Houston, fresh off of a loss to a Carolina team that's only won one game all year, they have a great performance against Tampa Bay, a one in which they give up 37 points. So I, I I'm a huge fan of CJ Stroud. I think you don't even have to qualify. He's good for an NFL quarterback. He's not just good for a rookie right now. Um, Cincinnati, you do have to monitor those two injuries, which is which is keeping me from you know being definitive about laying the points here. Uh, but I think if you can get health either either from Chase or from Higgins, uh, add that to Tyler Boyd. You know you've seen a little bit of, of rejuvenation from Mixon and Irv Smith. I, I think I don't think I can get to Houston here just because uh, I think that you've seen a lot of improvement in the defense for Cincinnati and the offense, and I think. You know, the improvement for Cincinnati, I'm more willing to buy into than the improvement in Houston. Um, you know, I think Houston's very encouraging. I don't think they're good yet. Eric, a lot of uh, a lot of buzz this week for for Lamar Jackson and MVP. The midseason award pieces are all out. Obviously, that's driven by like some of these recent Ravens performances, which have been like completely outrageous, running up the score against uh, a bunch of teams. And now the Ravens, like we, we to be fair, like we saw this with an MVP campaign before, right? Like Brock Purdy was maybe going to be the MVP of the league. They play Cleveland. Rut row, like a ton of turnovers, rain outside. They lose the game. Brock Purdy MVP. Never heard from again. We think that happens with Lamar Jackson in this game. Like, this will be the toughest test from a defensive standpoint that he's seen so far. The Ravens are six-point favorites at home on Sunday. Yeah, you've seen some movement towards Baltimore, which I think is – is I, I don't know necessarily if it's understandable, especially given how Cleveland played 
um, you know, last week against Arizona. Now, again, we talk about Arizona. Uh, it is just Arizona. Deshaun Watson still not out of the woods yet. But that defense for Cleveland, I think, can do some things, um, you know, to Baltimore to make it tough. Uh, Long term, I think the Ravens, you know, the only thing that's standing in front of them and possibly winning the AFC is injuries. Uh, but in this particular game, I just think this number is a little too high. But good stuff there. Yeah, Eric, what about the Steelers and the Packers? Yeah, what about the Steelers and the Packers coming up on Sunday? Steelers in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite in this game. Yeah, this is this is like the one where everybody's going to talk about Mike Tomlin's voodoo magic over the NFL and all this kind of stuff. I would rather this thing be plus three if I was going to back the Steelers, obviously. Uh, I actually think in this particular spot, the Steelers are, have been pretty – uh, have been pretty underwhelming under Tomlin, especially uh, in the post Big Ben era. Like I, I don't think you you can get there, um, you know, with the Steelers. That being said, I don't know if you can back the Packers either, given how inept their offense is at times and how um, you know weak their defense is. Uh, Jalen Warren, you know, Najee Harris, have they been the best running back tandem in the NFL? No. Uh, are they good plays in like the DFS round this week? Possibly just because Green Bay has had such a hard time this year uh, of fitting the run. Um, I think this is a very co- close, condensed game. And, you know, again, if you want, if you need the, the Steelers to win by margin more than a field goal, I, I just can't get there with Kenny Pickett and uh, an offense that has struggled, um, you know, time in and time out to outgain their opponents. So I, I really have no opinion on this game other than I think if you lay the points with Pittsburgh, you're asking for trouble. Erica, about a minute left. Why don't we do Sunday night football? Just like a really a game that like didn't have to be interesting, but now like the Raiders change coaches and they play well, and the Jets are like this weird mess of like they win three in a row, but then everybody watched Monday night and now Salah's answering all these questions, pleading the fifth on quarterback stuff, like really ridiculous. And the point spread is a fun one too in the market, right? Just who do you think is going to win the game on Sunday night? Jets or Raiders? Jets are technically favored by one. What would your answer be in about a minute? I think, um, man, it's tough. Um, I still think the Jets defense is so suffocating that Aiden O'Connell is going to look a lot like Zach Wilson. And if that's the case, like I'm going to like the Jets uh, more than I'm going to like the Raiders. So uh, I, I actually, you know, I actually think the Jets have a better chance to win the win that division than most people do. And I think it's on the back of a, a brilliant defense. And as long as they don't make mistakes like punt returns and, and interceptions and fumbles, um, they should be a solid side moving forward. So if, if anything, I don't really have a big opinion on this game, but I, if anything, it's Jets or nothing for me. Eric, we appreciate it. Great stuff as always here on the show. We encourage everyone to check out the Sumer Sports Football Show with Eric and former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, and also hit him up on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. My friend, best of luck with the bets this weekend. Stay well. We'll talk to you next week. You guys are the best. Take care. We are the best. He's right. Oh, that's very nice. That's a nice thing to say. <laughs> we like, we like, I don't nice feel like the best today. It, Listen, but you know what? Yeah, like, like when and, and, and Will and Will said this when he came on with us, and he's right. And like, I know, like people, listeners, and viewers get out the world's small, smallest violin to play for us. Like everyone's reaching when you do content, like especially NFL content. We're all reaching the point of the season where like everyone's kind of fried, and like we're all gonna push through because there's no other choice. And there's a lot of excitement right. coming up here. Like we got a game yeah, this weekend. It's great. It's right. awesome. Also. Like in two weeks, we get three days off in a row for Thanksgiving. And maybe my life is geared towards that at the moment. (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, Labor Day at the start of September. You remember that. Uh, I got got something for us next segment that might be fun. Oh, yeah? Ready for this? What do you got? Yeah. A, uh, a, A data engineer came up with the most likely wild card games for both conferences. And I think 
Yes. I think I think we're cooking with gas. <laughs> so, yeah, All so. right. All right. Well, get out the Barbie and get the gas ready. Wild card matchups next. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Roll it up, Jake. on stadium right now we appreciate it uh if you want to check out the final hour of the show the power hour i would uh strongly recommend you do so because we'll give you about a billion bets for tonight national hockey league golf bets for the old butterfield bermuda and uh hardwood hysteria that's what i'm calling it it's not what the nba is calling it. it's pretty bad but anyway we got 14 games tonight in the nba because you know there were no games last night for election day yeah. whatever but 14 games tonight in the nba so we'll give you a lot of bets for tonight in the nba so about 10 minutes from now when the segment ends Flip on over twitch.tv backslash betql for the power hour, the final hour. We will begin the final hour, power hour of the show, a conversation with our pal Matt Moore from the Action Network, and I'm sure Matt will give us about a billion NBA bets for tonight as well, as is his one, because he is the absolute best. So twitch.tv backslash betql starting next hour, just like in general, not even like on the show, like it's in life, next hour in life, we'll be on twitch.tv backslash betql. Uh, we'll also get to some line movement in the NFL if like, anything like crazy happens, but Ken, uh, you tease something going to break, uh, Some a data engineer, I, I hear that I'm just like, Hashtag like data. The, gears yeah. my, the, the, the gears in my head are like, I don't think I'm smart enough to have whatever conversation we're about to have, but a data engineer, Ken, has come up with the most probable matchups for wildcard weekends in the National Football League. Do I have this correct? And we can talk about That's this, correct. which is obviously a lot of fun. Yeah, this is, uh, I, I've never heard of this guy before. He's followed by a bunch of people. He's followed by like everybody we have on the show. Uh, his his handle is at uh, Mr. Case B. I think is how I pronounce it. M-R-C-A-S-E-B. Sebastian is his display name. Uh, anyway, uh, he tweets, uh, I have simulated the remainder of the NFL season 50,000 times and looked for the most likely wildcard rounds. He says the AFC wildcard round could be a lot of fun. He notes that although I have Kansas City most likely to win the number one seed, they're the number two seed in the most likely wildcard rounds, which probably just means it's really close with them and the Ravens for who gets the number one seed. So in this exercise, Baltimore is the one. But I think we all understand that like it'll be really close with those two teams. Maybe Kansas City is the most likely one. Maybe they're not, but obviously lost to Denver. Um, but, you know, like I, I think kind of like splitting hairs there. But uh, he then produced from a percentage standpoint, the most likely AFC and NFC wildcard matchups. And obviously we'll probably start this next week with our hashtag playoff sim use the, which I think is the title that we used. And, um, and we'll go through like, actually, if the season ended today, what the matchups would be. So that's not this, although this is very close to if the season ended today, what they would be. I do have the, uh, the most likely wildcard round matchups. I figure we could go through them and Hey, what, what do you think the side would be? Like, what would you want to bet? What would the paths be at that point? So uh, we can start with whatever conference you'd like. Should we do like imaging for it, like the reggae style? Like, uh, what's the song in the '90s? Like Sim Sima, who's got the keys to my Beamer? Who am I? Oh yeah, like for who Sim Sim, Sim Sima. Who who yeah. who am I? 
whenever I hear songs like that, I think like these, this was the soundtrack to like when I first started getting drunk, when I first started drinking, like these were yeah. the songs I would listen to. Who am I? Yeah. I would ask myself those questions after like, I don't know, two the beers at the truck. time. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sim Simma. Who Sim knows Simma. the spread to the, who knows, who knows the spread to this game? Who am I? Who's got the Sims to the playoffs? Wild card. Well, apparently, apparently the answer is Sebastian. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, so also, the, uh, also check him out. Uh, check him out in the Little Mermaid, a star making turn in that, <laughs> right, that <funny> movie. Yes. <laughs> Under the tweets. Uh, so what? Uh, what conference you want to do first? You want to do NFC or AFC? Uh, AFC is a lot more fun, right? Better teams. I think I think NFC. You'd probably be able to just guess what the most likely matchups are because they're so set right now in terms of what everything's going to be. Um, AFC. We'll say the Ravens are number one. Uh, that okay. means that wild card. <laughs> If we really want to, if we didn't have Matt on, I guess in the next segment we could do like what TV slot would all, which is the best part of all of this, is like what TV slot would all six games be. But anyway, uh, the Chiefs are the two, and they would host the seven seed Buffalo Bills right now. Oh, so it would be man. Bills at Chiefs wild card weekend. If the Ravens get this, is like hashtag if they did it. If the Ravens got the one, uh, the Chiefs would uh, the Chiefs would host the Bills. Yikes! Wait, so just. Just real quick, so we have Dallas at New Orleans is one of the matchups, right? That's correct. Because how could it not be? Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, like, okay, I understand. Like, the Cowboys are America's team or whatever, and like always draw. Right? Like, yeah. like you, how is like Bills Chiefs is either Sunday Night Football or Sunday four fifteen? Correct. Yep. Totally agree. Uh, you could actually tell me either. And I would believe it with the way we've seen some of the matchups done recently since we've gone to Super Wildcard Weekend. Uh, Sunday night football, I actually think would might be be my small favorite with like it being one or the other. But I think maybe Sunday night football a small favorite. I mean, is can I just I will get to the game in a second. If that's it's it's the greatest wild card game in the history of the National Football League. Yeah, I mean, there there have I, I don't even know like what the other nominees are, right? Like the Cowboys played the Niners a couple of years ago. That was pretty fun. Like that was like a that big was game, fun. But, but like, but like, right. like these teams though, yeah, it's, the stakes I mean, were totally it, different. It's insane, yeah. insane. If that's the game, yeah. all right. So Kansas City hosts the game. Uh, am I am I guessing the spread? I, I mean, yeah. Like, I'll, I, let's just do it. I'll do it off the top of your head. Like, I, we're not trying. Let's not try to be precise here to a certain extent. Uh, okay. So Kansas City is at least. I, I'll say it's. Uh, I'll say Kansas City three. I'll say like four and a half. I think, but yeah, like I. I would I guess the Bills are I still mean, getting credit. I'd bet, yeah. I'd bet Buffalo four and a half. And I think the Chiefs would win, and I think they'd win by like three. Okay. That's pretty good. Uh, we'll keep doing the rest of them just like in the interest of time. So Chiefs hosting Bills. That'll be on Wild Card Weekend. Uh, the three seed will be Miami, and they will host the six seed Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. So Browns at Dolphins. Sim Simma. Sim Simma. Who uh, you got? Cleveland I actually, and the Dolphins. I, who am I? I who am I, think, I? I I think Miami has to be like a pretty big favorite. Uh, I'll say well, somewhere Baltimore in between six. three and yeah, so somewhere in between three and a half and five and a half. Yeah, I like I like four as the number in that game. I think that's about right. Three and a half or four makes sense. More I than three Miami. for sure. Totally agree. I, bet, I, I bet would I would run to bet Miami. Yeah, <laughs> I would sprint. easily. It's like, yes. The Browns, which like, maybe means that the Browns would it. score like ten points. Right. No, the Browns would score yeah. like ten points in the game. They would get down in the game, and it would be impossible for them to win at that point. 
So that's good. And I'm also like um, projecting forward, like what I think the Dolphins are going to be at the end of the year, also, like with a healthy offensive line and like and with the Browns secondary intact. Unhealthy Correct. offensive line. Like uh, Jedrick Wills got, got placed on IR like today, right? Something like that. Yep. Uh, and Conklin's I already out. He was going to be so done just, for the year, know. but he might come back at the end of the year. But I mean, he was like, like what's he going to air? Well, that's like, uh, that's like Brock Bowers for Georgia. It was supposed to be like the college football playoff. He's practicing this week. He might play. Yeah, like, like apparently, like every athlete's Wolverine now. Like, I right. <laughs> I'll be back next week. I'll see you next week. Sim Simma. They're all made <laughs> of like, adamantium. Who's, who's, com <laughs> who's coming back from this Achilles? Who am I? I. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh yeah that's dolphins that's dolphins browns you're four five yeah i mean these matchups are all awesome this is so fun uh the jags will host joe burrow and the cincinnati Bengals. that'll be the four five. uh it's a great game uh Bengals. it's a two and a half or three i'll say i'll say Bengals. It's a playoff game, right? It has, it like has to be. Uh, Bengals two and a half or three. We don't care about being precise. Somewhere in that range for Cincinnati. My first, the first thing that came into my head was Bengals two and a half also. But you're right. Maybe it like opens two and a half and then, God, I don't know. I'd bet Cincinnati. Yeah, it's a playoff yeah, I wouldn't game. Bet like it has to be three, so three. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but we don't. Yep. We don't have to be right. So, uh, so those are your. I mean, those are your AFC matchups, right? We don't now, have to, now like, normally, like in the Dalton era, that's. That's your first Saturday. That's the Saturday early. Maybe it still is with Cincinnati and Jacksonville, but like Burroughs Q rating is pretty high, obviously. Maybe have, that's not have the first Miami, game. Miami Sunday one, probably against the like a East Coast city with like an okay game. I think that makes a lot I think that makes a lot right. of sense. Maybe Dallas, New Orleans is Saturday night. That's well, when you hear the matchups, like there's a, like the there's a West Coast matchup where I'm like, would this be Monday night or would this be Saturday night? So your NFC, Philly by which honestly is like not certain right now, but like, man, it feels really certain that like that's going to be the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, your two seed, most likely two in the wildcard matchups, according to this sim, is the Lions. And Makes sense. They, will, they will host for what will be the third time in four weeks, the Minnesota Vikings, the way the schedule breaks. So the Vikings and Lions play in weeks 16 and 18. And then according to this, they would play again wildcard, which is like insane if it's three times in four the weeks. There's no point in even guessing this, right? I mean, because it's just like no. I mean, like, well, I could like Lions. Like, if it's if it's like Dobbs and Jefferson's playing, then you know, like Lions six and a half or something. I, I was gonna like say Lions I was six. gonna say six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, less than a touchdown because Jefferson will be back. Um, anyway, so that's the two seven Philly the one. Your three six. This is the matchup I was alluding to. Niners the three hosting Seattle the six. Oh God, do we have to? How many times do we have to see this freaking matchup? I'm so good on these two teams playing each other. When do you think it would be on? Saturday night or Monday night? <sighs> Probably Monday night. Well, they put the Cowboys on Monday night against Brady last year, and that's Brady. Well, would they put the Cowboys on Monday night this year? I I think it I didn't because remember, like we got like a bunch of tweets about this from like all the people. Like, oh well, actually, there's like it's rules. This. Like, yeah, it's right. like a, a four or five matchup goes on Monday night. So that would be Jags, Bengals, or Saints, Cowboys. Probably Saints, Cowboys. They pick. They would one hundred percent pick that over at Jacksonville's market. Yeah, like we'll take we'll take Saints, I've Cowboys. I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> for all my life. Dak dropping back, throwing passes. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carr, Dennis Allen coming at you.
You know this game is going to be sick. Derek Carr drops back to pass. Oh, my God. Another pick. (laughs) C.D. Lamb, receptions. Carr back to pass. Oh, my God. Interception. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting for the moment. And here's like Santana's drummer, or whatever that was. <laughs> I want to do more of this. Okay, so we have Matt on, and then we'll do more of it. All right, uh, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Matt Moore with a million NBA bets, and all our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show.